Now, we hear, I mean, I've, I've probably interviewed 50 90s and 80s are acts and we talk about when you say put pen to paper now you've got an uncle who's was in a group signed to jive had contractual issues did i explain to you guys what you were signing to make sure that you're okay well you know um this was the term that i recall you know there's there's a standard deal <laughs> that everybody's offered and <laughs> we got the standard deal and you know Obviously, 30 years later, the standard deal is never in the artist's benefit. But, um, <laughs> you know, luckily, here's one thing. When you are experiencing success, you have an opportunity to renegotiate. Okay. And so that, that was one thing that kind of worked in our favor. But, um, you know, overall, we, did, we got the standard deal, which nobody likes as an artist. And we just kind of had to work through it and, and you know, develop a better deal for us. Yeah. So when you're signing, and and, and I, 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 you know, most of us have seen, you know, from New Edition as a kid, you see them and you're like, wow, I've got a chance. Do you even bother reading? Do you just say, where do I sign? We're going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to realize I was 15, 16. Those words were incomprehensible to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know, and the thing is, you, you hire an attorney and, um, you know, you try to understand what you can, but <laughs> I, I'll tell you this, you know, as a teenager and just having that opportunity, we were just excited to be able to be doing something, right? You know, and we figured the money will just work itself out. But yeah, um, yeah you know, I, I would encourage anybody at this time and age, you know, make sure you know what you're reading, what you're getting yourself into. And, you know, times have definitely changed now where artists, have a lot of more control over, you know, their music and how their careers develop. So, yeah. you know, one thing I'll say is we were, um, <laughs> you know, we were a test product back then. And, and like, to be honest, we were Jai's first R&B artist ever released. You know, they had okay. a rap group, they had um, videos. Yeah, yeah, you know, and they, they had a few solo R&B Act, you know, like uh, Billy Ocean, I think they yep. had Tyler Collins. So, though, you know, but they never dealt with a group, you know, and so it was a, a first experience for us as well as the company. So, you know, I'm, I'm thinking the best way to explain it is they saw it as, you know, a trial run. As okay. Well. Mm -hmm. So, when you go back to those early days with, with the five of you, who were you modeling yourselves after? Uh, definitely New Edition. We, okay. I mean, we, you know, we looked up to New Edition. Um, obviously, we liked Jackson Five, um, and even more current groups. Like we, we definitely love Troop. Um, you know, Full Force. There were like a, you know, a couple of artists that were late eighties. Yeah. To, to us, so yeah. we looked up to those guys, and and that's who we mined our style after. Yeah, I mean, goodness, when you, you know, I, I just interviewed John John from uh, John John Herald from Troop. And, and I told him that when I was in Nigeria, I actually thought Troop were dancers who could sing because mm -hmm. all we knew about was just the way they just destroyed mm -hmm. the dance floor, then they sing as well. Um, but coming up, did you think, wow, how did you decide to have your own name? Because you were much younger than them when you guys came out. So at that age, I'm thinking, you know, 15, 16, who, 
there weren't was anyone else at that around your age that was coming out um now the boys the boys well oh, you know yes, they were the three-man boys. group yeah the boys were there we definitely looked up to them we liked them uh Tevin Campbell was another, you know, oh, yes. really, yeah. you know, having some success at the time. So, um, I mean, you know, and those were artists that we like. Definitely, Tony. Tony, he loved Tevin Campbell. You know, he listened to Tevin all the time. But um, so what happened was with our name, you know, initially the, when it was just the three, they were called Urban Youth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and um, you know, when when the five of us got together, we figured, hey, let's try something different. But um, so the way it developed is we were at a photo shoot, and after each, you know, scene or each take, we would give give each other high fives. You know, just ah. having really good energy. And so the manager at the time he says, hey, what do you guys think about the name High Five? And it's like. Wow, you know, because yeah. it was really natural. It was just a, you know, response that we had because we were enjoying ourselves. We were, you know, taking photos and after each shot, we would, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so he says, hey, let's, let's try that. And it, it stuck with us. So high five it is. <laughs> now, because you guys grew up together, you knew each other from, how was the, did you were you guys good friends because that's one thing that we you know we, it's interesting to see as young kids you know now you're signed did you still remain friends in those very early days to be honest we really we did it, you know and i mean like <clears throat> excuse me you know um we all knew each other prior to the music so that was really a, a benefit for us and um so the one thing is roderick his um it's kind of like a family. I would just say that, you know, his his um his sister was married to the guy who produced us. Okay. So they were kind of like, bro, you know, brother-in-laws mm -hmm. and we all knew each other. So, you know, and my uncle was really, was best friends with the guy who, you know, who produced us. So we really were tight-knit. And um, even through the years, you know, as any relationship or friendship, you have your rough moments. But overall, all of us are still pretty close. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you, you once Jive says, okay, we'll give you, we've heard your demo, we're going to give you a shot. Did they say, let's bring you to New York to start working on the album? Or what, what was the situation? Yeah, that was pretty much it. Yeah. So we, um, we recorded the majority of the songs in New York. Uh, we did a few here in Waco and uh, some in Oklahoma. Yeah. How was it like moving to going to New York? Had, had you been before? Oh, no, that had never been. So. That was a culture shock for myself. <laughs> I mean, explain, because when I introduced, um, interviewed Black, Basic Black, they came from Georgia, um, Columbus, Georgia, and they said New York was almost like moving to Mars. So South, so Southerners moving to New York was like night and day. But for you, what was it really like coming from Waco? Um, that, you know, that could definitely be a, a, a valid description, but um, <laughs> it was... You know, you hear all these things, you see all these things. And I guess like my uncle and, you know, his group had traveled there before. So I was able to hear some of their stories and maybe have an insight. But um, just getting there it was nothing like I expected. You know? <laughs> you, you know, you have a million people in one place. And when the term brick city is realized, that's what it is. It's the brick city. You know, coming from here, you get grass, you got trees. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. 
animals, you don't see any of that in, in <laughs> And I mean, the, the traffic, you know, taxis. So it was just a really, it was a culture shock. And, um, you know, us being from the South, they could pick us out. <laughs> hey, these, these guys are not from here, but um, you know, I, we 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 I became to like New York City. You know, we would travel there so much and did so much business there that um, I developed a lot of relationships there. Um, and even you know now, I call some of them family. When I go there, I can go to their homes and eat. So okay. it, it's definitely a difference. But my first experience, <laughs> I was not sure how to expect it. <laughs> So when did you guys realize, had you known about Teddy Riley before you yes, worked with yes, him? Yes, yes. Um, Guy, so yeah, I, you know, failed to mention Guy. We definitely listened to Guy and Keith Sweat, you know, Al B. Sure, all of those guys were really um, successful and at the top of the game at the moment. So um, hearing that Teddy Riley was going to work on our project just really, really boosted our ego because, uh -huh. um, you know, it was we never, never expected that. And so um, the tracks he gave us, obviously, were well worth it, right? <laughs> yeah, Just Can't Handle It and um, Kissing Game. But what was the first one you worked on? Uh, just Can't Handle It, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. And um, now, whose who's idea, when it came to singing, now, because you, you, you mentioned Tony was such an amazing talent that he was winning the competition. Was it always agreed that Tony sings and everyone else backs him up? Or was it, did you ever then think, okay, I'm actually getting better, I should sing a little bit? I, no, I, honestly, I never felt like that. Um, maybe there were times where, you know, other members may have felt, you know, that way. I never did. Um, I just kind of, my thought process was, with that, that's, that type of talent, it works best for us, you know, to get the best um, product possible. And, you know, Tony could deliver it. So I think that, you know, just the process we had, let him lead, we sing the back, everything is great, you know, that way. And, um, you know, Toriano, easily the guy from Oklahoma, he was a really strong lead himself. He just had a, you know, a nice baritone. And at the time, um, I think that they didn't really know what direction to take his voice in. You know? So Can't Wait Another Minute was a really great um, song to show his vocal talent on. But a lot of other songs, I think people were just not ready to hear a young guy with such a deep voice. Okay. Right? So, um, you know, I, I always respected Tone to just be the lead singer and do, you know, the best vocals possible. And, you know, maybe down the road, if a song was, you know, written for us, maybe it would have worked. So, but, but to answer your question, I never really thought of, you know, being a second or third lead. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thanks for watching. Please remember to subscribe to the channel, but most importantly, to press the notification bell so that you can be notified when we do have a new interview. Loads to come, but thanks a lot for watching.